Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. This is Rebel Guru Radio. This is Rebel Guru Radio with best-selling spiritual author Eric Pepin. Follow us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash higher balance. Designed by the rebel guru himself, Eric Pepin, Magnetic Pill was made to enhance results with all higher balance training. Accelerate sensory development, achieve deeper meditations, better overall focus, and so much more. Go to magneticpill.com forward slash rebel for $10 off every month or get a three-month supply with our buy two, get one free special. What if the placebo effect is more powerful than we think? The potency of the placebo effect has been widely documented in many clinical and experimental studies with phenomenal results. Why not utilize it in your own life? In this episode, you'll find out how. Okay, hello everybody. Uh, welcome to uh, Rebel Guru live, live, live with Brianna. Brianna, how long have you been uh, doing my material and teachings? Over 10 years. Over 10 years. Wow. So you can levitate now and shoot laser beams from your eyes. Almost, right? All right. So uh, I think today uh, we're covering uh, placebo. Placebo? Placebo. And uh, so we have questions, and maybe you guys can send in questions if you like. I don't know if we have that many people uh, watching or not. But one thing I would ask is we're trying to do the whole YouTube thing. I think we'll get better with time. We got fancy stuff going on. We're getting fancier each each week, you know. But I think that I'm supposed to tell you guys to, like, subscribe or do something so you know when we're doing these things or on the fly or whatever, whatnot. So I'm thinking I'll probably start doing some some other stuff and adding more and doing these more frequently so we'll, we'll see how it goes anyway questions yes um can we start from the last episode yeah go over those so we're gonna we're gonna go back ironically to time stepping <laughs> and finish off some questions from last time around okay let's do it how does a clock impact your consciousness wow one we you have to understand Let's just look at time first. We don't know what time is. Nobody knows what time is. We don't even know if it's real. I know that sounds crazy because we set our whole life by it. We plan by it, whatever, whatnot. Uh, but it's still a, a mystery as to what it exactly is. Having said that, a clock is basically us observing time or our value or our idea of time. So... For instance, if you observe a clock and you pay attention more, you you will feel as if time is going slower. You know, we've all been through that at uh, maybe if we were in high school and, you know, we were in trouble and we had to stay for detention. You know, you, you find that you're watching that clock and it just is taking forever. Um, when we don't observe time and we stay very busy, time seems to go very quickly. So time has an effect where we observe time, meaning a clock, and it has an effect on uh, the relationship to our reality as to 
um, how fast or how slow it's it's going. And it's it's more than likely a mental effect. But the real questions are, you know, it's just like being in an accident. You know, they say you see your whole life in front of you, which I've, I've done. It's literally true. Um, and time, in a sense, slows. And I think that's because the human brain, as I've said before, because your panicking is sped up. Your thought process, although it feels normal, it, you're actually thinking at a really fast rate. So that makes time seem slower. So in an accident, or at least mine... I literally became frustrated because I, I like thought of all these people I wish I could have said bye to. And I'm like, oh, well, this is it. I'm checking out and I'm going through all these thoughts. And I'm literally in the car upside down, water, mud flying in. And I'm like, you know, am I ever going to hit the rails? Like, what, why is this taking so long? I literally thought that. And eventually I, I hit it and I clearly I survived. Um, but time was relative to the thought process or the electricity pushing around what what we'll consider thought. And so I think that when we observe a clock and we make it a point to observe a clock, and for that matter, calendars, dates, times, um, it has an effect on our mental consciousness. And so therefore, that's what I would say. I would say if you don't want to feel as if time is going slow. Don't don't have a watch. Don't have something you, you are ideally checking. Try to put it aside. And I think that's pretty much everybody kind of knows that, you know. Uh, if you want things to, to go slower, have a watch and just make a mental check. But I, I think it's it's more a mental process. And, and I think it can affect you by speeding it or slowing it down because I, I think it's like meditation or it's like doing other things that when you observe something and there's a mental focus that's relative to the subject, meaning time, that it has an effect on your consciousness. I don't know. Does that answer your question or am I just rambling on? It makes sense. Yeah. Is there a point where time stepping can become physical travel, time travel? Well, you know, that's, you know, going down the paradoxal, you know, rabbit hole. Um, you know, look, there's, 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 this is going to get really a little loopy and crazy. I believe in simulated reality because I believe in a simulated reality. I believe that reality is not necessarily fixed, meaning minute for minute, this is what's happening and then we're progressing and moving forward. Okay. I think that there are glitches in reality. I think that there are things that are corrected. I think that there are times where time is slowed down, like literally physically. And I think there are times where time seems to speed up. I do believe that there are pockets, meaning what what's happening for me time zone wise versus someone a mile away or 10 miles away or even out 20 feet away can be different bubbles of, of, of how time works. So having said that, you know, the idea of can, is it possible to physically travel more or less through time or through, through the method? It's a, it's a yes and no, you know, it's, it would be, that's a whole conversation for, you know, at least two hours or something. Maybe we can do a class on it or something. So I'm, I'm kind of yes, kind of no, depending on, on the circumstances. Is it possible to slow or speed time to our advantage? You kind of answered that. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's move on to the placebo. That, I have one question. Would that, um, if you're looking at a watch all the time, would that slow down the aging process or would that increase, like, quicken it up? 
Well, I'm fixated on time. I think I'm holding up pretty good. I don't know. But anyway, um, you know, you know, I, I've got to do a, a class maybe if everybody says, dude, Eric, we want to hear what you got to say on it, you know, but I would like to to maybe get around to doing another class on longevity and, and stuff like that. But look, let me let me give you a, a very practical, reasonable, workable answer to that. Okay. If reality is an illusion, the only real thing, and we can only hope that it is, is consciousness, okay? Consciousness is the only thing that's necessarily real in a simulated, generated reality that we're told is real, okay? We interact with it. We, we do all these things. So when you look at yourself in the mirror and you have graying hair and you are aging and you're observing that aging, okay? I find that most people tend to age faster and start to act age appropriate by what they see, not by the number. So for instance, um, and they're gonna know who who, who they are, but a, a classic case are, are two, well, they're friends of mine at this point, but uh, they were a couple and when I first met them, you know, over a decade ago, they came to a lecture and they were both wearing matching shirts, sweaters, whatever, but they had really gray hair. They, they really looked to me to be much older than what they were. And in that aspect, their physical movements, their, their gestures, their personality, the speed by which they spoke, okay, felt older to me than what they wore. I would have put them 10, even 15 years older than what they wore. When I found out what their real age was, which I thought they were at least older than me by 10 years, they were actually younger than me. Okay. So that was shocking. Now, what, what happened, I do this with a lot, a lot, a lot of people is that, you know, I, I do the, the, the sit down of, look, there's nothing wrong with coloring your hair. There's nothing wrong with wearing something that's a little hipper, a little younger. There's nothing wrong with taking advantage of what women have had access to. But but even women, you, you have to access what's available to you. And most of them don't, you know, maybe change the hairstyle, color your hair, do different things. I say to the guys all the time, if they got gray hair, lighten it, you know, or, or, or darken it, put some, but do it appropriately. Okay. When they went and, and, and did this and they got rid of their glasses, I was like, look, if you could spend this money on me, go out and, and get LASIK. I can, I, can, I can wait for you to buy something again. It's more important that you get your eyes done. And so they did all those things. If you were to see them today, they certainly look, well, probably not. I probably look younger than them, but you know, so, but the point is, is that they, they look incredibly much more younger, but here's the point. What we see visually goes back to mental. If reality is simulated, the only thing that's real is consciousness. What we see with our eyes, or at least we're told what we are, then you're going to reinforce that. So I believe that you become more livelier, more youthful, more healthy, okay? More active, more involved with life. You, you feel more alive. You, you don't have something reinforcing you mentally. You're aging, you're getting older. You literally have visually turned the, 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 the clock backwards. And when you look at it, you're like, I look incredibly younger. And you, you somehow psychologically feel that you want to go out and do younger things. And you do. Okay. So, so my, my point is, is that 
if what, what was the point? What was the question? <laughs> does, does, does observing a clock um, okay. so, accelerate your... Right. So observing the clock does affect time, but maybe not in the way that you think. But what you observe with your consciousness affects you biologically. So looking at the watch can have an effect as much as changing how you appear to yourself and you look at yourself every day. Your mind will adjust you biochemically, um, health-wise, to certain degrees to to match what what should be. Interesting. Would that be true to say it's like it's the same with other kind of characteristics in your life too, like like whether you're successful or a failure? Or something. Well, all of it. All of it. Listen, listen. The 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 adage is is that where where your mind is is where you go. So. If you think that you're a failure, you become a failure. If you feel that you are successful or that you're you're striving or you're moving forward, first of all, you got to get the momentum going up psychologically. But it's absolutely true. It, once again, if reality is an illusion, the only real thing is self-awareness, consciousness. Therefore, you are a construct or you have more say in your reality than you think. The, the problem is, is that there's also a program out there called what we call the dough that basically resets your values as often as it can. And it says, well, this is your age. This is how you're aging. This is what you're supposed to feel now. This is where your life is. This is the demographic of your life. And you you have to push back on that programming because it, it literally is a program. I think when people hear me say that, they they imagine like, oh, he just means like this is life or this is just kind of you got to fight. No, I literally mean that there is a a, a programming in sense interweaved with reality and that it has an effect on all of us and you can push back on that but the one thing that will only allow that to happen is perseverance that makes a lot of sense um yeah we can uh move to the um the next segment okay This is on... If you could speak a little louder, Brianna, they're saying they're having a hard time. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Can I pinch you and then you get louder? All right. This one's, uh, these questions are on the placebo effect and healing. So what is the placebo effect and why is it important to understand? Okay. Everybody's heard the word placebo. So those of you guys who don't know what it is, it's this, in the simplest way, it's to say that you have two pills and you have a patient in front of you. One of the pills is supposed to lower, let's say, your blood pressure. Okay, and the other pill is supposed to lower your blood pressure, and this is what's presented to the client. But the the doctor knows that the one on the right is a placebo, meaning it's basically made out of non-active materials. It has zero effect, chemically wise, according to science, on having an effect on lowering your your blood pressure. So if you take it it shouldn't change your blood pressure in any way, shape, or form. But if you take the one designed to expand your capillaries or your, your veins for blood flow, it relaxes them instead of tightening it. That's what makes pressure in your, your body and creates heart problems and everything else. So a placebo is something that is not what you, you think it is. It's a fake. But it is now belief. Here we go with the whole reality thing and it goes right back to what I was saying. The, the concept is if the patient believes fully that the placebo is actually legitimate medication that's going to lower their blood pressure, studies say that there is a vast majority of people 
who actually will have their low or their blood pressure literally come down just as if they were taking the other medicine. So placebo is something that you think is something that it's not and you believe it is and it has a medical benefit to you. I guess that, that would work. Okay. Okay. Um, how can it be used to heal yourself or others? Well, I think the first thing is, is, is we need to break down so it's, 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 it's applicable, is that I think that there are different layers of placebo effect. And that is, there, there, there was an, there's an argument already, there's still arguments whether placebo really is real and whether it's not. For me, I'm, I'm an absolute believer and I've seen it firsthand. But uh, I think there are certain limitations and it all depends on the person and how severe the problem is. Uh, I think I read a, a journal um, from, it was a, a re research that was in 2007, and they were arguing whether the placebo effect really worked or not, or if it's more hype. But there was one person who had, um, you know, where you, like Parkinson's or something, and they drilled into his head, and they were supposed to, they were telling him that they're going to go into his brain and reset these things, but they didn't. They actually drilled into his skull, got down to the membrane that, that protects the brain, and basically told him the whole time that's what we're doing because he was awake, okay? So they wanted to see if he would have any effects within a month or two, and he, he didn't. He, he got worse, okay? But then there are people who, who do the thing with, like, blood pressure, and they have phenomenal results. So I think that it depends on a number of things. How much do you believe in what's being done. So there's one thing to say that you actively tell yourself, I'm going to make myself believe this and take this pill, but I know it's placebo. Interestingly enough, all the studies show that still works. Even, even when you know it's, it's not, it's just the reinforcing of that concept or idea on your own. It literally has an effect. Having said that, uh, I think if it's severe and you're a doubting Thomas, which most of us are, we're all cynical HBI people. Um, you, you are, in a sense, once again, you got to check yourself mentally. You are, you're being your own worst enemy. You're like, ah, oh, this isn't going to work. You know, I do believe the surgery happened, but you know, nothing's going to help me. Uh, this isn't going to do anything. And I think that that alone nullified any chance of the placebo having a real effect. So your, your mental state and your mental health are, are two things. And it's, it's, listen, if you have Parkinson, it's very overwhelming to to think that you're getting better every time you have to see your hand moving or shaking. So it's the same thing looking in the mirror and I say change your hair and everything because it reinforces what you think of yourself. So the clock goes more youthful because you look and appear youthful. So you're reinforcing that mental state. So your body follows. Eventually you win that war to some degree. With Parkinson, you, you have this constantly shaking and everything. So that's a reinforcing, okay, of there's no change. So you begin to believe that nothing's going to happen. So you literally maybe are even having a reverse effect on, on your own success. So I think that um, there are different case scenarios and they need to be looked at very carefully um, in order to see what, what can work and what not. But there's cases where people who have high cholesterol have taken placebos and their cholesterol drops. Uh, same thing for blood pressure. Same thing for, for all the things. Now, 
Overall, I would never tell anybody, go out and do placebo for heart medication or blood pressure or for any health thing. Listen, I'm not a doctor. Let me just put that out there, okay? All I can tell you is, is that if you want to experiment, be very careful, be very cautious, and of course, consult a doctor if you have a real medical issue. So having said that, let's do some things on a more practical level. If you want to, say, improve your memory, okay, and you've tried other stuff and nothing seems to work, if you just got some placebo pills, meaning sugar pills, something that doesn't have anything in it, okay, and you get a little creative, swap your little pharmaceutical medicine, you know, if it's empty for something you may or may not have, put it in there so it has the color of a, a, you know, pharmaceutical medicine, the look of it or whatever, you don't have to look at it close and just tell yourself every day, even though you know, Okay, I'm taking this and this is the super pill for memory improvement, neuro enhancement. Oh, we're talking about magnetic pill, Ed, but it works. Um, and you take that, the idea is that your memory will increase as long as you are telling yourself daily or twice a day taking that, that that's it. It's, it's, it's to say that you are really, in my opinion, you're working on mental discipline or visualizations. And what you're doing is you found a practical way to bring your visualizations or your practice into a physical next level. By taking this pill, I'm not just thinking I'm getting better, okay? I'm actually taking something that I can relate to my reality that makes it even more real for me for that mental exercise. So you're kind of pushing it to the next level. It makes it more believable, right? Yeah. You're so used yep. to it. Associated with physical or else. Yeah, you want this is why I'm saying like find something that looks more legitimate, doesn't have to be hundred percent, but you don't want to take tic tacs and have it in the tic tac box. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. You you want to say to yourself, how can I kind of make this look more real? Can I put it in with the rest of my medicines? Can I put it in with my daily routine? Can I can I and you just you you, you just you have to say to yourself all the time, okay, I'm I'm taking this, it's gonna increase my memory, and then play with play with your own thoughts. Tell yourself, oh, I'm I'm getting smarter, I'm getting better. You'll be shocked at, at what can be done. I think that most healings that are successful are actually people who believe that the healer could heal them and they heal themselves. When when I talk to people about like doing psychic work and you know trying to, to do a reading on someone, when they say, Well, can I do a reading on myself? Can I see my own future? I always say it's almost practically impossible. Because you have all this self-doubt, you have all this self-desire for what you want for yourself. You certainly don't want to have a bad reaction to yourself, so you're going to negate that or, or dwell on it, okay? So it really distorts all that. But you can go to another person and have them do it for you, and it's like they can do it much better, and you're more, you're more open to the idea of that, okay? So it's the same thing with, with placebo. You've got to do a mental check with yourself to say... Am I going to be a naysayer or am I going to be positive? Am I going to, to utilize this in a way that's a positive way? And can I reinforce my own thinking for a while till I actually start seeing the results I want? And so it, it happens on its own. Interesting. Okay. So this kind of goes into how does it, how can it affect the quality of a life? So in relationships, financially, career-wise, how can that? Well, you you listen, you know, one, never group all of these into a placebo treatment for yourself, okay? You you are using the pills to have a physical relationship to a mental discipline that you're trying to apply to yourself, 
do I need to replay, re restate that? You are using pills for a physical effect. This is more real because I'm taking in a pill even though it does nothing, okay? But I'm telling myself it does and I am imagine it's ingesting and changing me chemically to change how I feel or how I think, okay? And you're reinforcing it with the belief that it's going to have that effect. You're disciplining yourself. So you're doing a mental discipline exercise, okay? Now, if you say to yourself, every time I take this pill, it's gonna make me more outgoing, more personable, less, less frustrated, it's gonna lower my anger issues, it's gonna work, okay? If you're going to say, I'm gonna take this to help me with weight loss or lower my appetite, or it's gonna help speed up my metabolism, it will. Okay, now, now if you're a naysayer mentally, you're going to have a lower result. So my suggestion is get into a routine and do it for literally three months. Whether you're a naysayer or not, tell yourself every time you're doing it, okay, boom, I'm going to take this. It's changing my chemistry. It's going to have an effect. Don't be a person who reflects on whether something's working or not, even though you're going to want it. Let other people be the deciding factor on that. So, you know, like, gee, Brianna, you're, you're so much happier lately. I've noticed for like the last month, you've just been really this other person. Oh, thank you. <laughs> or, or, gee, you know, Eric, you've lost a lot of weight. Hey, thank you. Uh, let other people be that factor. In the meantime, don't try not to dwell on whether it's working or not working. Just tell yourself with the assumption that it is, that this is a medication that's doing something for you. And what whatever that is, that's your expectation of it. Okay. So you can apply that for, for almost anything. So financially, you could do placebo for financial, right? This, I'm going to take this placebo pill and money's just going to fly at me. Boom, okay? The irony is, if you really think about it, it should work. Do you understand? It's just, it's just our logical, cynical mind goes, how in a flip does, does taking a pill make more money come to us? And if it works, give me some. And if, if you know, how does that, how does that really work? And the, the point is, is that you have to look at it more in the way of it's changing my psychological thinking. It's, it's changing my, my view of how to make money. It's changing my, my sense of seeing opportunities to make money and to inspire or motivate me. So you've, you've got to look at it and try to find practical ways to explain how that would work to, for you in a logical way. I think a lot of HBI people, we like logic. We like, like, you know, we like some level of explanation or some system to this to make sense of it that's, that we can approach. Don't wave the crystal over our head and, you know, oh, we're supposed to have the effect. So we, we want to understand how is this possible. And once we understand that, that it's possible, then we're, we're all in. That make sense? It does. Yeah. Yeah, but if you're going to have five pills... One for happiness, one for money, one for gas, one for the you're you're it's it's you know we all want everything and that's the problem. You shouldn't you should just choose one thing and work with that. For like three months, you said, or about three months is good because the first few weeks you're going to drive yourself nuts with self-analyzing and being critical and overcritical. Okay. And it's only maybe by the fourth week that you are so used to the, the ritual of taking the placebo pill that you kind of forgot to be naggy with yourself. Do you see what I'm saying? Or over, you know, whatever. So I think you're going to see the biggest effects on the, on the third and fourth week. 
if you think of most medicines, they'll tell you that, you know, medicine takes one to three months to really have an effect. It takes time to build up in your system. It used the same approach. You know, there were, there's, I have a, a doctor friend and, and you know, he, he said something to me very interesting when he finished medical school. And he, you know, he said to me, he says, well, you know, we tend to listen to the patients more, but we also know that the vast majority of their illnesses, they're, they're going to iron out on their own. We don't have to do anything. We already know that. So that, that tells me that one, your, your, your health ailments maybe are placebo because the doctor's giving you advice and now you're, you're psycho, but, but could your illnesses also be psychosomatic? You know, we don't think of ourselves as psychosomatic, but, but are they, are, are some of them psychosomatic? Are we creating that illness or contributing it to it mentally by believing or intensifying it so much? That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> So these next uh, three questions are, um, they're a bit confusing to me, but maybe you can make some okay. clarity of them. Yeah. Is Reiki a placebo effect? Don't make me spit out my iced tea. <laughs> um, uh, well, I am the rebel guru, huh? Yeah. Um, it says, I have heard from reliable Reiki practitioners that after they have done a healing mm -hmm. and ask the client how they are, they deny all knowledge of ever having been ill or in pain. Is there an explanation? I'm not sure what that question means. So, so the person came to them for an ailment. The Reiki person worked on them. The Reiki person says after the half hour, one hour session, you know, how are you feeling? You know, do you still have the aches or pains? And the person responds by, I never had any illnesses. I've never had any aches. Well, then why the hell did they, they, they even come? You know, that's what I would say to them. I say, come a little closer. So to smack you. Um, I, I don't even know how to respond to that. Um, but it, it is interesting. I've never heard that. I've never heard that. We have a lot of retired Reiki masters, 20 years plus. You guys know a lot of these people who, who really know that, that arena very well. And we have a lot of people who still practice Reiki. Um, I don't want to criticize any other school of thinking. That's my, my caution right now. But I am a cynical bastard. Okay. Having said that, I am the rebel guru, so I might as well just have all the Reiki people hate me now. Um, look, I think that there is a level of of work that comes from Reiki that's completely 100% legit, okay? I, I also think that there is a level of Reiki practitioners out there who, who've convinced themselves they're doing more than, than what they are, okay? Um, I think that... Um, a lot of any form of healing that even goes with the, 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 the doctor, as I was saying. Okay. So medically, scientifically, as much as, you know, doing something like Reiki. Okay. If the, the patient who goes in for an ailment believes that they are being healed and worked upon, there is probably a 60% chance. Okay. That that ailment or that problem is going to start resolving because in their head, they've mentally beat the war of self doubt and they've accepted the fact that they're being fixed. I'll, I'll, and I've used this before, but I'll, I'll bring up another story. There was this, this one spiritual guy, I think back in the probably the 70s or 80s. He was a young guy. 
And he could do all these things. He could turn pages of, of, of the phone, you know, by moving his hand and all this other shit. And he healed people and everything. And he could prove it as a complete fraud. And he would use his, his mouth to blow very per particularly. And he could move pages and stuff. And everything he did, he even admitted to this after getting caught. So he was com completely proven a fraud. But here's the thing of mystery that always comes up. There was this very wealthy, I, I don't know if she was a real princess or not, but that's that's kind of how it's staged. And, and, you know, who knows? Maybe this is all urban legend, but I, I don't think it is. Um, and she was had a, a, a was diagnosed with a, a life uh, illness that was incurable. And, and I'm trying to remember back now, it's gone back many years. Okay. And she went to many doctors. She could afford whatever you want, but she requested this guy because she believed that he could help. Now this is before he was exposed as a fraud. Okay. She believed he was legitimately this great spiritual person. So she laid on this bed thing and he danced around the room and, you know, kind of shaman style and, you know, doing his monkey dance or whatever. Okay. But here's the thing. When he when she, when he was done, she was cured, and she got medically tested. And they said you 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 have no signs of this illness anymore. So she was a firm believer that he healed her. Now, because of her belief that he was healing her, if he's admitting he's a fraud and he was a fake, okay, and he was not using any form of energy or reiki or anything spiritually, he was just, he just figured, okay, and he talked about this, he just went nuts, he figured he had to do a big performance, okay, because she believed the placebo effect was so powerful mentally for her that she cured herself, her body cured itself under the belief that somebody else was doing something to her. Now, do, do I think that, that reiki is, is, is doing the same thing? Um, I think there are people that can take energy from their own body, frequency, vibration, call it whatever you want, and it can exchange into another person. And I've, I've talked about this in, 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 in various healing techniques. So there's, there's legit ones in my opinion, and there's a bunch of crap ones out there. If the recipient, the person you're working on, is doubtful, your success level is 50-50. If they are completely sold, completely in, completely accept this as something that's going to help them, your ratio of success will go up to 70 to 80%. Okay. Um, if the person is just extremely doubtful, your results then will be very minimal. Okay. If you put on a big production, the chances of your success healing someone go up significantly. So you, you, you put on a a performance, a show, as my mother would call it, okay? She's a hairstylist, and she would do the hair, and I got a haircut once, and I was like, Mom, I paid $150 for my haircut. And she says, for what? And I says, wow, they put a little shaving cream on and shaved it and hot towels and this and this. She says, I would have done the same thing for 20 bucks. She says, it's just a big show. It's nothing. You, you, you paid all this money for a performance, but you, I'm sold. Do you get what I'm saying? So if you do a big performance on somebody when you heal them to, to convince them that there's more to it than that, you do. When you go to the doctor, it is a performance, really. If the doctors are saying that 80% of your ailments are in your head, okay, and that you're just going to cure yourself or it's a real ailment, but they know that it's going to pass on their own, but they're giving you a prescription for something which they already know isn't really necessary because that's what they're really saying, okay? The the show is – the whole psychological show is is from beginning to end. The calling, the making the appointment, the going into the doctor, the waiting room, 
you know, seeing other people, other people coming out of the room, you getting in, filling your paperwork, you go in the room, the smells of the sterile medicine and environment. He comes in, he's wearing his doctor clothing. He's a doctor. He's got a stethoscope. He touches you. He does this. He puts a little breather on you. It's a show. It's a fucking show. Okay. Now it may be useful to some degree, but it's still a show. So you are more and more convinced minute by minute that, that this is hopefully going to help you. Okay. Now it's not to say that there's not real stuff out there and that there's not real ailments. Okay. I'm not, not trying to say that. Okay. What I'm trying to say is, is that your mind is more powerful than you think and you are affected mentally all the time, whether you realize you are or aren't. Okay. So when I say that Reiki, uh, uh, you know, whether they're, 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 you know, legitimately doing something or not, that, that is debatable. Um, to a certain degree for me. I, I think it's much more complicated. For instance, going back to what I was saying about a person accepting you, in order to truly be healed, you, I'm trying to find out, it, it's think about two magnets for a refrigerator. One is flipped over, you try to push them together and they repel. Okay. That is the, 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 the healer trying to attract to, to adhere to something. And that's the, the pushback is from the non-believer. Okay. And how strong of a pushback that is depends on that person's mental state beliefs or how well they want to accept this. Okay. Then you, you have the ones that just snaps together. They, so your energy. All right. Let me find a different way of explaining. I explained this and all this stuff. So, uh, you have a design that is you and it's it's like a frequency of patterns in order for someone to heal you with energy they have to create a perfect design of health okay and they need to to insert it and it replaces any of the damage programming if you will by, by going over it. So if it's, if it's, it's all the same code up to a certain point, it doesn't affect it, but where there's broken links in that code, it puts back that, those numbers. Do you understand? Or that, that pattern of information correctly, but you have to accept that if your energy doesn't want it, it will just push it out. If it accepts it, it accepts it as itself. Meaning, meaning this is my energy. And although you're working on me, this energy is so acceptable to me that, that I'm allowing it to write in the code for me that I'm having a problem with. Another way to look at it is if you look at curling photography and you have two people in their fingers, you see that the, the energy fights. It's like electricity. It's like a little storm and they, they don't go. As soon as they start to feel romantic towards each other or feelings of something more, it actually unifies the, the aura energy or the curling energy and it becomes one and it becomes very strong. In a way, your mental state has to accept that energy or your client has to accept that energy that you're you're moving into them in order for it to rewrite whatever the problem is so the cells communicate with that information and start rearranging or recorrecting itself. Does that make sense or did yes. I leave everybody? Yeah. But, you know, there, there's so many factors. You know, you can have two Reiki masters. You know, you can have one that's two years and you can have one that's 30 years Reiki. And the, the one that's two years is much better than the one that's 30. It really comes down to also their state of mind. If you're, if you're tired and you're, it's just a production for you, you've got five clients, 
Listen, I can tell you as doing spiritual and psychic work, like anything else, you have a fatigue level. You have an interest level and you have a passion level, okay? You have a job, people come in, you've got to deliver, okay? But when you're healing someone, okay, if you are not 100% mentally in the game, the quality of your healing is going to be very minimal or, or, or non-existent. So it's, a, it's very important to have an excellent state of mind when you do any work on anybody. Makes sense. So this next question is, uh, what about crystals and stones? <laughs> Don't those work by placebo? <laughs> if a person really believes that crystals yes, are stones... Yes, everything, so everything. Yeah. Medallions, uh, uh, crystals... Herbs, plants, teas that you drink. I mean, there's no proof whatsoever that any herbal teas do anything other than stimulants and, and various things like that, but very minimally. But a lot of things in life are placebo. Yeah, I've noticed that with certain herbs. Like, if yeah. I'm reading about it and I'm like, oh, yeah, it's going to do this and that, yeah, it looks yeah. better. But if, yeah. I'm, and then if I'm not... No, total total placebo. It's, it's, a, yeah. it's a huge market and there's absolutely no real data to back it. Yeah. But a lot of things in life is, is like that. Now this one says astrology is kind of like that too. But... Well, if you believe in something, <laughs> well, it can was... affect your mood. It can affect your state of mind, yada, yada. Do I believe in astrology? No, I don't believe in astrology. Don't get me into the, the rip down of it. I, I'm not a big believer in crystals or, or stuff like that. And, and I can give you a lot of reasons for that. Okay. Um, is there a point where placebo has limitations? You've already went over sure. that. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, in general, what does it take to not only understand the placebo effect, but to utilize it in your life to your advantage or to help others? Con consistency. Consistency is the number one thing. You have to be committed for a three-month period. You have to ritualistically just taking – if you have medicine, you have to take your medicine on a daily level. That's part of that same ritual. You have to be ritualistic in your process of taking the medicine. How can different feels likes liberate or heal one's psyche? So this is okay. So this is this is yeah. this is HBI lingo yeah. feels mm -hmm. like for those of you guys who don't. And I try to make my staff shun away from it, but they just keep repeating themselves back into it so that so that the viewers don't have any idea what we're talking about. Um, so this is my frustrated but nice, but I can't wait till later. Uh, look, okay, so. Feels like is is a little see you know just by opening that door now I gotta explain all yeah, of that and that's a whole class in itself. Yeah, I didn't, so I don't know why I didn't it's even there. Okay, so ask the question again, and maybe I can find another way of explaining um, it. Just should, repeat should the question. I, I'll, I'll. How can different feels likes liberate or heal one psyche? I really don't know how to answer that without going into explaining and teaching feels like. It's it's a question that's yes. not even relative to this, quite honestly. Yeah, it's too, too long of a question. Um, All right, can we move on? Someone had there's okay, so someone had a question about um their med, their medications they're taking and how can how that will affect their ability to meditate. Like 
I know that's kind of like a Well, look, you you you've got to do your own research and find out what medications you're taking and find out, you know, what what the effects are. Is it going to make your mind wander more? Is it going to make you hallucinatory? Is it going to not have an effect? I think that that's where you got to begin. You also need to maybe find forums where people actually are posting their own experiences for that particular medication. And that's the only way. You, I mean, there's millions of medications out there. How am I supposed to know which ones are, are affecting that person and which one aren't? Um, but you need to just look at the mental status of any medication as to what it might have for a side effect. Um, assuming that's what we're talking about is side effects. Yeah, it seems like that. Um, maybe they're thinking that it's affecting their meditations in some way. Well, if they feel that it is, then, you know, I would never say to somebody, stop taking that medication. What I would say is find out if there are any alternative options that you can use for a treatment, you know, for for different kinds of medicine that do the same thing. Um, (coughs) Going off of that, how does um, meditation kind of enhance your ability to, like, use a, you know, do a placebo on yourself. Well, look, it's, it's very simple. We already know people, I mean, look at me, I meditate and this, this, this wreck should have crashed a long time ago. It's, it's like held together pretty well. Um, uh, meditation has been proven over and over and over again that it really builds and boosts your immune system. People have way better mental states, less depression, um, the benefits just are insane. Okay. So what does that really mean? If everything once again comes back to your state of mind and you're going in your mind with one objective, empty everything out, empty all the clutter, remove everything that's in there. What is in there? It's your self doubt, your fears, your concerns, your, your focused on whatever your issue is. I mean, every time you have a cough, Oh my God, is it lung cancer? It could be lung cancer. It's like removing all of that. So when you remove all of that, you you are in a sense are rebooting like a computer. You're resetting it to go back to all of its normal, natural uh, levels that it is designed for. Okay. So is there an advantage of that? Huge, huge. I think anybody who's taken any medication, any anything, psychological, physical, anything, if you meditate, especially how we teach meditation. You literally will feel a difference within the first 24 hours to the first few days, like literally for life. But it's maintenance, like everything else. Humans don't like maintenance. Anyway, so the point is, is that it's hugely beneficial, especially because if you meditate and you clean everything out and then you take mental control without letting your mind get all a little crazy okay and you're like okay now i'm going to take my my pill to to make me healthier or smarter or lower my blood pressure or something okay and it's a placebo i think the effects of that are going to be much higher okay than letting your mind wander around filling in the 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 information to whatever it wants and usually it's not positive it's it's you know negative is always easier that makes perfect sense um, yeah any other questions um Anything? No. Okay. And sign up or get and more subscribe. of these and sending questions. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. It's all about subscription to day and age we live in. All right, that's so, it. We'll say cut, 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 something like that. A lot of people ask us, where's the best place to start with our courses and material? The fundamental backbone of everything in our catalog is the foundation meditation system. This is a unique meditation technique geared to the purpose of absorbing prana, stimulating key regions of the body that enhance sensory development, 
and allow one to tap into a source of unbridled spiritual energy. Foundation meditation can be learned in our book, Meditation Within Eternity, or you can visit our website, foundationmeditation.com, to acquire the audio course. Again, that's foundationmeditation.com. Each of Eric's books comes with a secure readers-only section online that contains a treasure trove of complimentary free training material. When you add up all the free training you get with each book, you have a combined total value of over $1,000 in additional content. This includes classes, guided meditation exercises, and more. Digital and physical copies are available at higherbalancebooks.com. Order the set on discount now, and we'll also send you a free guru deck in the mail for physical orders. Again, that's higherbalancebooks.com. Go there now, order your set, and join the growing movement of spiritual adepts. Follow us on Instagram at higherbalanceinstitute, all one word. If you like this podcast, please subscribe on iTunes and leave a positive review to help others like yourself find this knowledge. If you would like to support this podcast, please visit our online store at higherbalance.com. Meditation. It's more than just relaxation. There are different kinds of meditation, just like there are different tools to do a job. Finding the right kind of meditation will decide whether you awaken or whether you just simply drift. Energy. More than just a thought, but of movement that you can literally feel through your body. Visions. More than a faded idea within your consciousness, but rather a vivid reality so clear it'll make you question reality itself. Meditation, if used properly, will show you how to move the currents of your mind into a better life, a more prosperous life, consciousness expanding, memory improvement, inner balance, higher balance. Most of all, discover who and what you are and what you can do. Join us at Higher Balance Institute. We'll help change your world. Thank you for listening to Rebel Guru Radio. 